Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Ask for Asher. From the Eat My Catfish studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Time Sports Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number two of Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. In a moment, we'll be joined by Kevin McPherson. Uh, Kevin Bo- Kevin Bohannon, as we will go around the horn. But first, we need to talk with Neil Atkinson by way of Saracen Casino. Neil, there is what I would call red hot specials on Bet Saracen, including tonight's Charlotte San Antonio. Summer League matchup with the Spurs favored by six and a half with the over under at 184 and a half. But the one that uh, caught my attention first and foremost was the MLB All Star game. And it starts off yep. with Home Run Derby. I love it. Yeah, the home run derby Monday night. It's one of my. It's actually my favorite part of the All Star. Uh, and uh, did uh, do you see what the over and under is on how wow. many home runs are going to be hit? <laughs> That's a big number right that there. That is and a might, huge number. Want, yeah, I don't know if I want to save it because it'll make you go to the site and look at it. But anyway, you can go ahead and say it, Randy. <laughs> well, the total total home runs two hundred and seventy six and a half and then you get to go wow. round by round i mean this is crazy i do you go pete alonzo uh do you go vladimir uh, guerrero uh gosh and then there's julio rodriguez i mean there's some there are some great options in there oh absolutely um i i you know pete alonzo is is, is the clear favorite he has two wins already. He just was nudged out, was it last year or the year before? So this would be his third one if he does it. So um, really re- really looking forward to that one, too. Don't forget, we've got only two days left uh, before the All-Star break of, of regular baseball action with the flash bets. No flash bets on the All-Star game because uh, it's a different, little bit different uh, scenario right there. So uh, we've got that. Um, and the G League, uh, you uh, the uh, the players are betting it. We shouldn't. I shouldn't have talked about it last night because the the uh, 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 summer league players did very very well last night on that game. And the Arkansas Travelers and the Naturals are playing again tonight. Remember we teased that one, and I said, boy, there's been a lot of hit. Mm-hmm. The over hit last night. The betters were listening because they went in and they bet it and they scored nicely on that one last night. So uh, that game is up again tonight too on the site. Uh, for our Arkansas regional specials. Now, always, you can find that and even more at BetSaracen.com. Registration takes less than five minutes with your information. Gets you an account. Football season is coming, and the props are getting hot. There you go. That is Neil Atkinson by way of BetSaracen.com, or go to the App Store and get the app at BetSaracen. Baseball season is in full swing, and you don't want to miss a thing. It's time for Around the Horn with Kevin Bohannon. Around the Horn is brought to you by Stanley Wood, Buick, Chevy, GMC, and Scott Wood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. And now, it's time for Around the Horn. Kevin, I've got to tell you that uh, Rick has me now so worried about this incoming class <laughs> that they're all going to be drafted, and they're all going to go within the first 290 picks, if not the first 150 picks. Is there going to be anything left once it's all said and done of this recruiting class? My question as well, yes. 
Yeah, I think Coach Van Horn and Coach Hobbs and Coach Thompson and the whole staff are, are wondering the same thing. And, and and I was talking to somebody, I was talking to Phil Elson the other day, and I said out of the three major sports, baseball is the one is, that is the least scientific because you can look at three mock drafts and it'll be three different players. They they just don't know because of the all the you have three different pools of players to pick from high school, junior college, and then the college ranks. You have some college kids that are two years that can come out, and some that are after their third year. Yeah, and then COVID adds the intrigue of everything. You got kids that are hurt, like Jackson Wiggins, Adam Hackman, who is a Razorback recruit from the uh, prep ranks. So you just don't know, and you know. And the funny thing is, Jackson Wiggins goes out to Arizona for the MLB Combine, which is something that they've really done well with. MLB sponsors it; they fly all the prospects out to Arizona. You can work out, go through game, you know, simulated games and everything. But for Jackson, he just went and interviewed. He, he sat there from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. and interviewed with just about every team he could imagine in two days. Asked him how it went. He said it went good. Um, but he doesn't know anything after it. You know, his his agent and his advisors are working with clubs. They have a number that they want him to sign for, and it's just a matter of if the team has enough money. You know, the bonus pools, people talk about deals are done before the draft. Well, not too much because Pittsburgh, who has the number one overall draft pick, is keeping their cards, cards close to the vest. They're not telling anybody who they're going to pick. So it could be one of four or five players at this point. Of the incoming players, signees, is there any locks, Kevin, that you would consider for the upcoming draft? What I mean, it's going to take almost a minor miracle if they didn't sign. Yeah, and there, there's there's three groups that I have separated out. So, Aiden Miller, the shortstop from Florida, and then Walker Martin, the shortstop from Colorado. Those two are locks. I would say it, it would take a minor miracle, like you said, to get those two or either one of those to campus. Uh, they're both projected in the first round. Miller, anywhere from that 15 to 25 uh, slot, middle to late of first round. And then Walker Martin, same situation. Some have him a little higher than Miller. Some had them back-to-back, but you can see him going in the late part of first round then the compensatory or sandwich picks, as they like to call them. Uh, so, yeah, he's definitely – those two definitely right there. And then you got Nazon Zanatello and Kendall George, two more position players. Zanatello, of course, is a left left infielder, left infielder being he comes in at shortstop but could play third base as well. He had a really good combine workout, five-tool guy, 6'2", 195, just impressed scouts all summer. Are all spring and then coming into the summer at the MLB Combine. Then Kendall George is the Enrique Bradfield of the prep ranks. He's got Enrique Bradfield speed uh, to first base. He's been clocked six-two uh, in the sixty, which is you know right about Bradfield speed. Uh, some scouts have joked that and I've said this on here before that he's got ninety speed on the twenty to eighty scale that he's that fast. So doesn't have the power. Uh, hit tool is not quite there, but. He can play in center field. He covers ground really well. So those four are the ones that I feel won't make it to campus. Uh, Zanatello and George could slide down. They've been as high in the 50s and 60s, which gets you into the second, top of the third round. Um, and that gets your name called on that first night. So those are the four right there that I really feel we it's going to have to take something amazing for them to make it to campus. What did, how many have they actually signed? When you talk about, say, 12 or 13 being the top you know, draftables, uh, how many have they actually signed? Yeah. And so how many of these guys are, are we sure won't be drafted or will be drafted high enough that they can get them? Um, and are they going to have to go back to the transfer portal again if they lose too many of them? So they have 21 signed right now. Okay. And... Out of, of course, yeah, they have 21 signs. So if you lose five or six, okay, they're you're still, still okay. okay. I right. mean, you're still yeah. getting, yeah, they're still okay. So, and that's that's the thing that a lot of people have an issue with is Arkansas oversigning because you only have 11.7 scholarships, and you're not going to give full scholarships to 
11 of the 15 that come in. So they're chopping it up like they need to. They take into account academics. You get academic money. Like I tell kids, it doesn't matter how you get to school and how it's paid for. As long as you're there and you're getting a chance to play, go do it. Right. I don't care if you have a walk-on beside your name or a PWO preferred walk-on. That doesn't matter. If they're giving you some type of money to go play at a university or a college, go do it. So um, you got some guys on the fringe that are in the top 100 of perfect games rating, like Tucker Holland, left-handed pitcher, 6'5", 240, from North Carolina. Draft boards say he's going to go to Arkansas. Ty Wade, the catcher, third-corner infielder from Texarkana, He's ranked number 90, but he's going to go to Arkansas. Uh, and then you got some guys like Nolan Souza, who's out of Hawaii, 6'2", 205, shortstop. He's not too high on draft boards, but he's ranked in the top 100. So uh, you've got some really good talent. Barrett Kent, big righty from Texas, 6'4", 215. They really feel like if they get half of the pitchers that they've signed, if they get them to campus – it just makes an, a, a deep pitching staff even deeper and even better next year. All right, Kevin. The ones that I tend to look at and have major question marks on the current roster, any updates on mm-hmm. Caleb Cali? Not at this point. And Coach Van Horn said he expects him back next year because he's not just going to take any numbers. He. Uh, with that situation, it's kind of like Brady Slavin's last year. He, it's it's got to be the right situation, the right team for him, and he's just not going to sign for a number. So, Caleb Kelly, I could see him coming back. Now, you get into looking at people like Caleb Kelly, Peyton Holt, those guys coming back. Ben McLaughlin. You start at – yeah, Ben McLaughlin. You add numbers to the roster because – and then you start looking at the guys that are remaining, the freshmen – that are now sophomores, uh, Reese Robinette, Jason Jones, Mason Neville. I said if they signed another outfielder that Mason Neville was gone, and they went and got Ross Lovich from Missouri. So wouldn't be surprising if Mason Neville goes to the transfer portal because now you've signed three outfielders to replace the ones that are leaving in Jessenberger, uh, Wagner, and uh, Jay Sporfin. So uh, would not surprise me if they move on, if Neville moves on. Then you got Jason Jones, okay, Top prospect coming in last year. Didn't go in the draft. His number was really high. I had other thoughts. I didn't think he was ready for professional baseball, and I didn't think he would play a whole lot his freshman year. Sometimes I'm right. So, uh, Jones, I haven't heard too much on him this summer. Um, I can go look. He's playing in the Cape. So, uh, he slotted in at third base, a lot of people think. But if Caleb Kelly comes back, I think Caleb Kelly's your everyday third baseman because Mm -hmm. he proved he can play it and play it well and hit at a high level. So he's one of those guys, guys, I'm telling you, that comes back next year, he's one that can hit 330, 340, and hit 15 bombs. And that's what you want in the middle of the lineup to win a national title. What about someone like Hunter Holland? What kind of interest is he drawing? Yeah, so you've got three current Razorbacks that are in the running to be the first hog taken off the board. So... They're, they're Jackson Wiggins, Hunter Holland, and Jace Borfin, and they could fall anywhere early as 40, late as 90. So all three of them have question marks, and then all three of them have tremendous upside. So looking at Hunter Holland, everybody saw what he could do in big situations. The games against LSU, the complete game he threw this year, they showed that you can stretch him out a little bit, but he bounced back too soon, kind of got roughed up towards the end of the season. So I like Holland, you know, D1Baseball.com labeled him the best left-handed college pitching prospect in the draft. So that just shows you, you know, how scouts and industry experts think of, you know, his talent. So Wiggins, the talent's not the question. Everybody knows he can throw. Everybody knows he can pitch. If Jackson Wiggins were to have played this year and done what he did in the fall, he would be a lot to be a first-rounder. He would go in the top 39 picks. No doubt. But cross-checkers didn't get out to see him this spring. He had the surgery in February. Uh, but people got to see enough of him in the fall and in the last two years to know this is what we can project on him. So I wouldn't be surprised if Jackson goes in the 60 to 80 range, signs for a million dollars. That's what I think of him uh, and where he could go. Now, Jace Borfin, if Jace stopped at the middle of the season and that was the body of work that you saw, He's a top 40 pick. 
But then the back half of the season, he just fell off a lot. So people, when, when you start falling off and the stats start going down, they start, you know, getting meticulous about everything and start dissecting, okay, what's wrong? What's wrong in the swing? What's not projecting at the next level? So they did that, and he's high on boards. He's in the top 100, so, you know, that's top three, top four-round money. I could see him going as high as 40, low as 70. So you got three guys right there that are all that could be really close, you know, within maybe 20, 30 picks of each other. Now, is Jackson out for this entire year upcoming yes yes yeah they'll be out so if you draft if you draft if you draft jackson what you're doing you're drafting basically for 2025 that's exactly right so he could get back and throw next summer and he could go to rookie ball on the back end of it because 15 months would put him in may Mm -hmm. and they want to make sure and bring him along slowly and do that and People have asked, and I've read it on message boards and replied, you know, is there any chance it comes back? And I was like, absolutely 100% not, because that's one year off of his life. And I don't care if he's rehabbing it or not, the quicker he can get into a, a Major League Baseball organization, use their facilities, use everything, rather than rehabbing and going through the draft next year and maybe throw at the end of the year. People were questioning me because I said he has nothing to gain by coming back. He doesn't. I mean, what what happens if he comes back and he slow out of the gate? Which a lot of people that come off Tommy John surgery right mm-hmm. out of the gate are not a, are not their former self. It takes right. a little build up to get there. So uh, I've seen it enough to know that there's nothing for him in Fayetteville anymore. So move on to the professional ranks. That's you know, and that's my opinion that his stock cannot be improved for him coming back to Arkansas. Let's squeeze in Shane. Shane. Well, never mind. All right, I'll no, go instead. I'll go instead to our Asher Record Service Company live feed and feedback. We seem to be asking this now about any sport, for that matter. Hall Call says, "Why recruit the best high school kids? Go through the portal." No, not in baseball. Not if you can get a great baseball player because he can play as a freshman. You get him for three years, and baseball is different from basketball. Am I not? Am I correct on that? Oops, where did Kevin go? I think we're dealing with a little bit of delay. Number maybe one. so, but but I got to tell you, no. If you can get a, a terrific baseball player, because it, it's a it's a whole different deal. Um, baseball. How many terrific freshmen have come in and, and played and played well? I mean, wouldn't you take one year of Caden Wallace? Absolutely. Yeah. And you, you can name off some others. That, yeah, but uh, it, but in baseball, you get you get them for three years. Right. And the thing is, unless they're not playing, they're not going anywhere. So if they come in and play as a freshman, look at Andrew Benintendi. Andrew Benintendi hit two seventy one as a freshman at Arkansas. He hit two home runs. As a sophomore, he hit what twenty two home runs. He hit three eighty or three ninety something. Led the SEC in home runs. Batting average, RBI, won the triple crown in the SEC, and you know he's he's the top guy drafted. I mean, you, you can't uh, you can't say well, gee, and they only got him for two years, but he's better than anybody that had gotten in the transfer portal. All right, do we have you back, Kevin? Yeah, I'm back. Okay, all right, I'm here. All right, we were just discussing the merits, and I don't know if you heard the question before we lost you, but. Hog Call says, why recruit the best high school kids go through the portal? Because you have to build a roster for projected for more than a year. You, you just can't be John Calipari and get five guys on the floor and be one and done. Baseball is not like that. And I've said this to a lot of people. Freshmen coming into uh, onto campus – they're likely going to be behind somebody. In the late 90s, early 2000s, it was they were behind an upperclassman. They were behind a junior or senior that was playing. And now when they get to campus, they're going to be behind somebody, but it may be a sophomore that's a portal guy. So these guys are still coming in having to compete for playing time. It, it builds depth. You just can't say, okay, let's go get 11 players and five pitchers. And go win a national title. Let's go do that. That doesn't happen. So 
you have depth. You have young guys that you build. It's like uh, Rick said, because I heard he's talking about Andrew Benintendi. Yeah. He, 272 bombs his first year, and then Golden Spike winners, seventh overall pick to the Red Sox after his sophomore year. And then he's on, the, you know, off to the league. So uh, that's why you get these young guys because of projection. You're not, you're not getting them for the player they are now or the player they were this spring. You're getting them for the player they could be next spring or the spring after that. And the ones that are good enough and can develop into that, that's baseball's a guessing game sometimes. And y'all know that you've been around the game your whole lives. Mm-hmm. It's all about projecting and looking at, you know, where you're at, where you can be, not where you're at right now. And that's why it's never an exact science. All right. We're going to try Shane again. Shane, are you with us this time? Shane, good afternoon. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I wanted to ask uh, about the uh, portal ones that we got from the portal. Which do you think uh, it, it, they'll actually make it and not go in the draft? And I was wanting to see uh, what you think would uh, about the top pitchers coming in in the uh, high school class. Uh, how much of an impact they'll be on? And I'll hang up and listen. Excellent. You're going to have to hurry. you got less than 30 seconds, so go right ahead. Okay, Gabe Gakel, Barrett Kent, and Dylan Questad, Hunter Dietz. Those are the four that you're looking at to get to campus from the recruiting class. There's only one that I feel that Craig Yo from Indiana that could get drafted. He's a sixth-year guy, uh, but he's only a redshirt sophomore because of injuries and COVID. That could not make it to campus. Everybody else is not draft eligible, so Arkansas will get all the guys from the portal as of now. All right, Kevin, enjoy the weekend. Look forward to talking with you next week after we have gone through at least one round of the MLB draft. All right, Rick Schaefer. Thanks, guys. I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue in a moment. Get in the zone with Justin Acri and Wes Moore every day from 10 to 1. Why? From the Oakwan Racing Casino Resort Studios on 103.7 The Buzz. Come check out the Ruger LCP2 380 on sale for $279.90 at Fort Thompson's. Also, buy two, get one free on select apparel. It's always a great time to get a great deal at Fort Thompson and Sherwood. Visit ftthompson.com. Your Arkansas travelers have a new home. Hear every pitch, every crack of the bat on 106.7 Buzz 2. For the full calendar, go to travs.com. It's the greatest game on dirt, and you can hear it at 106.7 Buzz 2. Saracen Summertime Sports Car Giveaways continue with a beautiful Mercedes-Benz Cabriolet in July. Play at the Saracen Casino this month to win a Mercedes convertible from Mercedes-Benz of Little Rock. Saracen Casino is the only place in Arkansas where you can qualify to win a Mercedes convertible just for playing your favorite games. Only 40 minutes from Little Rock, Saracen is Little Rock's closest place to play and win. Saracen Casino Resort, Vegas, Arkansas style. Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700. Hello, folks. It's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. For the past few months, we've been asking you to give us a chance to buy your cars, and the response has been great. We really appreciate all of you who brought your cars in and turned it into cash. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Folks, we're still buying cars every day. So look around and see what you or your family has in the garage that you want to turn into cash. It's really easy, folks. Just come into Fletcher Dodge and ask for Chris or Andy. We'll buy any vehicle and we'll pay you more than anyone. We can't find enough vehicles at the auto auctions to meet the demand. So we're extending you this offer to the public. We'll pay you more, so don't wait. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Come see us today for the best cash offer on your car, truck, van, or SUV. Just ask for Chris or Andy. We'll pay you more, so come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood. Thanks. Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone, so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that, which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See Shelter Agent Kyle Stone in Pine Bluff or Sam Eklund in Star City today. 
It's Justin Acre for Serta Pro Painters, and I get so excited when I get a chance to call my friends at Serta Pro and tell them I've got a new project for them. Serta Pro can help take your idea for a project and make it even better. The good thing is, you know you can get on the schedule and get that project started quickly. But it is starting to fill up fast, so you need to get on the schedule ASAP with my friends at Serta Pro. Each Serta Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. These folks live in your community and want to help you get the best paint job possible. Schedule your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. Facility Maintenance Services presents Melinda Mayo when she joins Morning Mayhem each Thursday morning. Serving Central Arkansas with commercial and industrial janitorial needs, Facility Maintenance Services. We don't cut corners, we clean them. Now back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. You're in hog heaven. This is Drive Time Sports, a presentation of the Buzz Radio Network. Well, speaking of hog heaven, how about food heaven? You have the best of many worlds. If you select and you get a reservation at the Riverfront Steakhouse this weekend, giant lobster tails, giant lobster tails. They're going to prepare just like they do the fried shrimp. However, they will still have lobster the traditional way. And if Double F, as Frank Fletcher says, the fried lobster tails are delicious, and he recommends it, folks, jump on it. It's that good with Frank's recommendation. And, and, missing the best of both worlds, you also have the dinner for two for $60, which includes the 10-ounce filet, the salad bar. Combine that with your choice of some great appetizers and the fried shrimp. All of that for just $60. This is the best that you're going to find. Giant lobster tails, or do you want to go to dinner for two for $60 and that, for, and that great, great 10-ounce steak? That is the Riverfront Steakhouse in North Little Rock. 3719000, ask for William or Shapur, tell him I sent you, and you will not be disappointed. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service, 501-562-2293, family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Head him up and move him out. Trey's getting ready to go on vacation, so today is the day you better line him up. And get your questions in before Trey heads out on vacation. In fact, I'll start you off, Trey, with a question from our bus text line. Ask Trey, is there a intern position for Hog Sports that could be part-time, or will it need to be full-time? Well, yeah, technically part-time. We have an internship position available, and, yeah, I mean, we're looking for anybody, like, I mean, to be honest, I, I don't find a lot of kids out of college that are completely ready to be sports journalists. In fact, it takes a lot of training uh, even after college. Not that anybody's doing a bad job, but it just takes a lot of training. And so, yeah, I have an opportunity available for somebody out there. I don't care what your background is. If you are uh, consider yourself a decent writer, I can make you a really strong writer. I can turn you into a sports journalist. I can do it. I can give you, you know, in five months, I can get you started and possibly with a full-time job at the end of it. So if you're passionate about sports, if you're a hard worker, if you um, can write decently, which is harder said than, you know, actually done, um, then send me an email, Trey at hogsports.com, H-A-W-G sports.com, Trey at hogsports.com. Put J-O-B, just J-O-B in the subject line, or else I'll overlook it. Put your resume in there. Uh, but, yeah, we're looking for somebody, and it's hard to find It's hard to find qualified people. But And I, like I said, yeah, well, there's a job at the end of it for the right person. And um, you do need to live in Fayetteville. And 
I wouldn't say you look at it as a part-time job, but it's part-time. It's an internship. Uh, but, yeah, we're looking for, for somebody who's a go-getter. And um, you may not like me at the end of it, but you'll be a lot better rider, I promise you. <laughs> okay. I like that. All right, here we have a question from Tony. Tony, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? Yeah, good afternoon, Trey. Uh, I do have a question for Trey. Uh, basically, I was uh, leaning towards uh, maybe an injury report, uh, maybe somebody that's not going to make that first game against mm-hmm. Western Carolina. And, and uh, basically, I don't know a lot about Western Carolina. And maybe y'all could update me on that. And uh, I do have two other questions other than football-related that for you and uh, Randy and Rick. Uh, Brave versus Rays, what do y'all think? And mm. uh, ballpark pricing ticket-wise, as far as, like, on my bucket list, I want to go to, like, the Orioles game and uh, a Chicago Cubs game because those are historic the ballparks and I haven't been. But uh, tackle the injury report question first, and uh, and uh, who, who should we fear at on Western Carolina team? And, and uh What's your projection on how good they're going to be? And I'll hang up and listen. Thank you, Tony. I have not jumped into Western Carolina. I have not either. Yet. Yeah. All I know is what I would like to see is Arkansas should Arkansas should dominate this opponent, obviously. They've never played before, but Arkansas should dominate the opponent. I would love to see them come out strong. We always talk about the first play, a lot of times defining how the season is going to go. And... I just want to see him come out for about two and a half quarters and, and whip him and maybe see a lot of Jacoby Criswell and some other guys after that. That would be – that's what I would think about Western Carolina. Now, again, haven't haven't dived in – haven't dove into them just yet. As far as injury report, thinking on the offensive line, I'm thinking, you know, Luke Brown was out. Now, he's just a freshman. We weren't expecting him to make a big contribution, but he had a like a meniscal tear type of injury. Some people, you know, sometimes they call it a knee sprain, but that should be fine. That's usually like six weeks or so uh, for guys this age. Um, Dominic Johnson has is coming off the torn ACL. Now Dominic injured it a lot earlier than he did last time, and he was back the day after fall camp. You know, he's not fully back. He, he started slowly working his way back, but uh, he was pretty much back um, and able to, to start practicing. I would think that he's going to be ready for fall camp this time. At least that's what I would hope. He may have to play himself into shape a little bit. Last I saw, he was listed about 253. Um, I wouldn't expect Quincy McAdoo to maybe even play this year, you know, just based on what we see. He spent a lot of time, in the, a long time in the hospital. Um, and so based on what I've heard, I wouldn't, uh, expect that. I think Quincy's got to got to get himself right, and then you know who knows down the line. Maybe we can talk about playing football. Uh, Al Walcott missed the spring. I heard him talking on the sidelines uh, during one of the practices where he was saying he was almost back, and that was back in the spring. So I would expect uh, to see him out there. And aside from that, guys, I mean, I feel like they came out of the spring pretty healthy. They've got you know a couple of guys. Cam Ball was a little banged up, but I don't think that was anything long-term. It was an ankle. You know, uh, Eric Gregory was still dealing with a little bit of knee issue, but that was from way back You know, around the bowl game, uh, I think maybe the Missouri game. So he should be fine. I don't. Nothing else jumps out to me off the top of my head as far as a guy maybe missing, you know, fall camp or something like that. And I'll quickly don't want to take Trey's time. Just tell you that Atlanta, Tampa Bay, and Houston have done the great best job in recent years of building teams to last. Atlanta playing Tampa Bay, great series. Uh, the Braves right now, are, they've won, I think, 25 out of the last 29 games. I'll take the Braves. And if you want to go to Camden Yards, tickets prices are probably fairly reasonable right now, although they may be going up because the Orioles are winning. Wrigley Field, you have to know somebody or go on StubHub, and you could pay a lot for those tickets. All right, Trey, this one from our Buzz text line, this from Tory in Jacksonville. He says, how is it that Musselman is having so much success bringing in high-level four-star and five-star recruits but Coach Pittman is not when there is a lot more of them in football? Well, there's also a lot more competition. Uh, Arkansas has a is a tremendous basketball uh, 
history, and that obviously helps. And the fan support is is great for all sports. Um, you know, when basketball is rocking, it's it's hard to compare any other basketball venue in the country to what Arkansas has, and you know the facility support and all that. Football, you know, Donald W. Reynolds Razorback Stadium when it's rocking like Texas game stuff, you know, it's hard to beat. But there's a lot of other teams. There's a lot of other teams with fantastic, especially in this region, fantastic stadiums. Then you're also talking about a much smaller roster. Arkansas as a state also produces well above what they should per capita in terms of, you know, elite talent. I mean, just look at, you know, recent classes. You you know, you had Nick Smith Jr. last year. Um, this year you got Layden Blocker, who's a five-star in the class. You, I mean, they the, the state has absolutely produced an incredibly high level of talent. And, you're again, you're dealing with a much smaller roster, and I think that just makes it easier to go in. Like, you know, we could talk about, you know, why, is, why Kansas? Why isn't Kansas doing better in football? You know, they seem to be doing really well in basketball. but mm-hmm. So it doesn't always, you know, translate sport to sport. Um, the support level is high. I just I think the competition is, is just a little bit higher for football. And, you know, with football also, you really need I, – I, I get excited when Arkansas gets a good wide receiver or a good yes. defensive back. Mm-hmm. Yep. But when they get a defensive lineman who's big time or an offensive lineman who's big time – I think we all know, those who follow football know, that's where the difference is made. And there's just not a lot of people that are like that. And Alabama and Georgia and you know programs like that scoop them up really quick. And Arkansas doesn't produce at a high level per capita inside the state for football talent. They just they don't. There's some obviously some really good talent in the state, and this year's a really good class. But there are years where you know Arkansas might take four guys from inside the state. So. I think all of that uh, plays a, a big part in in why you know the basketball team may have um, the sense of a higher ceiling than the football team. All right, Troy. This uh, from Kenneth by way of our Asher Record Service Company live in feedback. Uh, Troy, do you think KJ will be named first team quarterback all SEC preseason, all SEC, or JT Daniels? Also, we vote for KJ for the first team. Don't mean to put him on the spot. Yeah, you are, Kenneth. You mean to put him on the spot. Will you vote KJ for the first the team? I like being on the spot, Randy. That's where oh, I like it. Oh, I like it. <laughs> so, I think that uh, the Tennessee quarterback, Milton, probably has a really good shot just because of the, the way that offense is. Uh, you know, they they're, he's going to put up – he has a chance to put up a lot of yards. I think Tennessee might be – I like Tennessee maybe to win – the Eastern Division, maybe the last Eastern Division champion. But I also like LSU maybe to, to win the Western Division. Those are the two teams that have returning starting quarterback. Well, Tennessee, doesn't. he's not considered a, a returning starter, but he started the last few games for them when their starter got hurt. Uh, but those two guys, along with K.J. Jefferson, I don't know how Will Rogers is going to be used this year exactly with Mississippi State. Obviously, they you know, have a bit of a change in philosophy uh, with Arnett taking over as head coach for the late Mike Leach. But those four guys, I would put up there pretty high. I would expect whoever starts for Alabama to have a lot of success. Um, you know, Whoever starts for, for Ole Miss, probably Jackson Dart uh, retaining that job. But they, they got two other guys that are big time. I would expect probably, as far as returning guys that we've seen a good bit of, um, uh, I would say probably Jaden Daniels, um, Milton at Tennessee, K.J. Jefferson, and uh, Will, uh, Will Rogers. I would think those maybe are the top four. According to the SEC podcast, they have K.J. at number one, Daniels at two, Dart three, we, uh, Rogers at number four, Wegman of A and M at number Wegman. five, and then Milton, Joe Milton at number six. All right, Trey, hang on. We got to step aside for a moment. Yep. That is Trey Biddy of Hogsports.com. Be sure and get your questions in. We've only got one more segment with Trey. True Service Community Federal Credit Union presents your Razor Hog update during Out of Bounds. Improve and upgrade your home with a True Service Home Equity Loan. Apply online at TrueService.net. 
The board-certified, fellowship-trained physicians at Martin Orthopedics provide complete care for students, adults, and athletes. At Martin Orthopedics, the surgeons and staff pay exceptional attention to every patient's needs. When you go to Martin Orthopedics, every member of the team aims to help patients return to their normal daily activities or playing the sport they love without pain. Whether it's your knee, hip, or shoulder, the physicians at Martin Orthopedics stand ready to assist. For more information or to set up your consultation online, go to Martin Ortho. Luxury Pool and Spa has a new location on Stanford Road in Conway in addition to the Russellville location. They carry ledge lounger furniture, PK grills, pool lights, and Buckless Seal pool chemicals along with Serona Spa chemicals. Live the life of luxury at Luxury Pool and Spa. LuxuryPoolArkansas.com Step up your lunch game at Twin Peaks. They have light yet hearty combos starting at just $7.99. Featuring savory soups, crisp salads, and a variety of sandwiches to satisfy your every craving. Enjoy your next lunch break with Twin Peaks. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros makes automotive service and tire buying simpler, always treating customers like family. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros is family-owned and operated, built on honesty and friendly service. Stop in today to shop our wide selection of Continental and General Tires, all backed by a nationwide warranty. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros, service like your daddy used to get. Stop in today or online at allabouttireandbrake.com. The Sunken Land Songwriting Circle features three world-class songwriters sharing the stage for an evening of music and storytelling. Roseanne Cash will host the event and will be joined by Rodney Kroll and Sarah Yaros. This benefit will be held on August 12th at the Fowler Center in Jonesboro. All proceeds benefit the ongoing upkeep and operation of the Johnny Cash Boyhood Home. Tickets are available at Ticketmaster.com. This ad was paid for with a combination of state and regional association funds. Without a plan, the future is just what happens to you. In some ways, you can't have a future without a plan, because all you really have is what you're doing now and a hope that it all works out. Don't gamble your financial future on hope. Tune in to the Get Ready for the Future show for straight talk about retirement, investments, and your money. Saturdays at 10 a.m., now exclusively on 1037 The Buzz. Genwell Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. The week's over with, Roger. Dude, you know what? I was thinking maybe, what's tomorrow, Saturday? It's this weekend time, man. Yeah! Great week. Great to have a short week. It really was. Everybody have a great weekend. We'll be back here Monday. A summer adventure full blast next week. started. Good morning. The rest of my life gonna start today. Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. Drive Time Sports, tapped with refreshing sports opinion on the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. We'll be rejoined by Trey in just a moment. Weather is just right for a weekend trip to the lake or maybe to the ball diamond, whatever it may be. But before you head out, make sure you stop by your local Double B's and load up with all of the right gear. When I say all the right gear, I'm talking, you got to have ice. It all starts with ice. But you've also got to have, whether it be the water or whether it be the Gatorade, you're going to need it. need to hydrate, even if you're on the water. you got to continue to hydrate. And right now, they've got the 28-ounce Gatorade, two for $4.50, or the 30-ounce core water for just $2. And there are locations scattered all over. Over our great state, maybe head to Greenbrier. Be sure and swing by the Rosebud Double Bees, where you might can get a hot plate lunch, or if you're wanting a burger to go, grab it, and then head out to the lake. But also pick up all of those essentials you'll need while you're there at the lake. It's Double Bees. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. Make it Double Bees. 
Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service, 501-562-2293, family owned and operated since 1980, Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service, ask for Asher. Well, Trey, this comes from our Buzz text line, and I don't know which one that Mark is talking about. He said, can y'all ask less obvious questions? <laughs> less obvious questions. Mark can ask a question. Huh. Does Mark huh. have a question? I don't know. Or just a, compl- hmm. just a complaint? Um, <laughs> do you believe that flying saucers will drop the first football at the Western Carolina game Saturday on September 2nd? Flying saucers? UFOs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he asked me to ask less, uh, I mean, questions that you obvious. wouldn't expect. Yeah, it's not an obvious question. Yeah. So what do you think? Do you think no. that's a possibility? Mm, Martians Martian well, walk into 50-yard line and uh, hand the football to Hunter Yurchik? Wow, that'd be pretty creative. I definitely think that Martians exist. I just wonder, like, <laughs> is light speed attainable? Mm. I mean, because I mean, it might not even be possible. And if it's not, then I mean, it takes light like seven seconds to get around the Earth, eight minutes to get for the Sun, four hours to get to Neptune, Holy and the nearest star. If you travel the fastest you could possibly travel, which is like twenty-eight thousand miles an hour, the Apollo missions, getting to the nearest star would still take like one hundred and fifty-eight thousand years. So. Light speed might not even be possible, but I do think there's definitely life out there. How's that for an answer, Mark? That was a a good answer. Man, uh, I'm impressed. Well, we wanted to ask an unobvious question. Okay, okay. okay, Do you think there are any prospects on Mars? We don't know about life, but how about football Mm. prospects? Are any any of them out there? Pluto's got a great quarterback. Probably not football, but we could see. We could see where that goes. Maybe you've got somebody with extra legs and extra arms and stuff. Mm -hmm. How about New Zealand? Is there a rule that you have to be a human being? Yeah, probably so. How about so? Let's go to New Zealand. <laughs> Arkansas recruited New Zealand lately. No, but I always say, like, if you're going to recruit out of this country, the the tallest people in the world are Dutch. But really? the biggest really? people that Who I've knew seen, that? yeah, I never knew that. Yeah, really? the Dutch. Huh. Yeah, they're the tallest people in the world on average. The biggest people I can remember seeing are Germans. Like, in terms of just broad shoulder. And I, I just wonder, you know, you don't hear a whole lot about German basketball players. There's some. You yeah. know, Dirk Nowitzki was or a great football. one. But, you know, these guys play soccer and stuff. And I just wonder, you know, some of these guys get so huge. I'm talking like, when I was in Germany, it wasn't uncommon just to see a, you know, a six seven dude just, you know, just com- just commonly. You know, just wow. every once in a while. Hmm. Um, and, it, you, you know, you could go a long time before you see somebody that tall. Um, you know, in in America, or you know, a woman that's six three. You know, that wasn't like out of the ordinary. But some of these dudes are like huge, and I just wonder, like, when you get too big for soccer, um, you know, when you know Greco-Roman wrestling and all that stuff, the Olympic stuff's done. You know, basketball, you don't see a whole lot of them playing that. But some of these guys are just massive. Like, you know, what do these guys do after that? Oh, well, maybe you, you have maybe any you eligibility left. I mean, as long as they haven't entered college. You have eligibility. You got five years. Your clock ticks. Yeah. Right when you start. Right when you start college. But if you don't start college, even if you're 60 years old, you got eligibility. But if you started college, then five years later, you're you're out of eligibility. Yeah, you like those kind of guys with that kind of uh, so-called experience. Um, we can talk about all kinds of weird this stuff. This was I'm, great. This was great. Got a lot yeah. of interest. In response to one <laughs> listener, isn't that good? I love it. I love it. Yeah. Okay, this from Steel Hog. He said, please ask Trey, I don't think this is an obvious question either, about Terry Wells. Is he still with the team? If so, yes. how is he doing? He's still with the team. Terry had some back issues uh, pretty early in his career, uh, but I would say he's probably rolling third team right now. Um, you know, some of the guys in that class, uh, not the last one, but the one before, Cole Carson's another one. You know, those guys kind of seem to be somewhere around third team, not really. Not really cracking through just yet. And let's see. Uh, this from the... Come on. Load up. Uh, this from Tony from BB. Says, do not waver or miss on KJ Trey. He is as good as anyone in the SEC. Hmm. Oh, I think so. 
I, I mean, I'm just saying, like, you know, there's a lot of factors that come into play. Wins, you know, wins matter when you're talking about quarterbacks, and that plays a role. But statistically, if K.J. had stayed healthy last year and, the you know, the two games he missed, maybe Arkansas wins that LSU game, and, you know, this season looks a lot better, and, you know, maybe they win the Liberty game. And then they're right back where they were in 2021 with eight regular season wins. KJ probably would have thrown for over 3,000 yards, passed for, or excuse me, uh, ran for over 700 yards. And then I think a lot of people look at those numbers. I think a lot of people look at numbers and just kind of glance over them. Okay, 2,600 yards, five, you know, 500 rushing yards, pretty good, pretty good numbers. Um, but you know, miss the fact that he. And a lot of people are na- you know, national who are spread thin. They're not just going to deep dive every single team, all 131. Maybe it's, it's 132 this year, all 130-something teams. So I think that if he had stayed healthy and had kept at the same pace in those two games, you know, won one of the ones he missed, won the Liberty game, thrown for 3,000 yards, which he would have done, maybe about 3,100 yards, and th- run for over 700 yards and you know, added more touchdowns, obviously, to that too, then I think more people would have taken notice and and you know put him a little bit higher. I've seen him, especially on the way too early list. I've seen him ranked as high as the number one quarterback. Lately, it seems more and more people are becoming more and more enamored with uh, 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 Daniels at LSU, Jalen mm-hmm. da- Jaden Daniels, mm-hmm. um, and I start to, I've started to see him a lot more uh, on people's you know top ten quarterback list in the SEC. But uh, you just got to win. And and KJ is is more than capable. Six three two forty five. Got the size. Got a good arm. I think Dan Enos will help him as a technician, uh, coaching, and we'll see on what kind of play caller he is. But as far as polishing him up a little bit more for the next level, kind of like he did for Brandon Allen, then I think that uh, I think KJ could have a really good year. I think the the stretch in the middle that we talk about so much. You know, starting with the LSU game, Texas A&M, Alabama, and and Ole Miss, all those, all four, it's not in order, but all all four of those games in the middle of the season, I think how Arkansas does in that stretch is going to determine, you know, how they do on the season. If they go two and two, if they go two and two, first of all, Arkansas has got a really good football team because that is a difficult stretch. If they go two and two during that stretch. They've got, they should start out three and zero, and they've got a chance to finish really strong also. And if they do that then I could absolutely see K.J. as a first-team type at quarterback, which I don't think Arkansas has had since Tyler Wilson. I think you're right. All right, Froholt, this from our bus text line. Where was he from? Finland, was he not? Finland, Norway, somewhere. I can't remember exactly, but... Yeah, I think I Finland think, is right. Or, yeah. Is it Finland? I a, okay. I think that's right, yeah. Yeah. You know, you would have never known... That if you like, if you'd you'd had to really listen, but Froholt spoke such fluent English that you almost wouldn't know um, that he. You know, you might have thought he was from Ohio or something. You know, if you were down here, yeah. uh, but he spoke very, very good English and really a a, a nice story. Neat, neat kid, also. very neat yeah. kid. Oh yeah. Trey, enjoy your vacation. That's we right. squeezed in as time. many questions as we could, whether or not they <laughs> were obvious or not. Thank you, Trey. All right, hour number three, straight ahead. Waterfowl for the Duck Hunters Expo, July 28th through the 30th at the Little Rock State House Convention Center. Three action-packed days of exciting demonstrations, seminars, and vendors. Find out more information at DeltaWaterfowlExpo.com. Don't miss it. Greatness doesn't happen overnight. It takes time. Focus. Focus. 